Hello and welcome to the Abundance Secrets Show. I am Aya and I am your host. I am an abundance angel, a dreamer, a visionary, a creator, a coach, a consultant, an international speaker, an investor and an entrepreneur. I serve leaders, entrepreneurs and investors globally to create more abundance of love, wealth and health in their lives and in our world. My passion is to help launch your mission, make an impact, make money, and live in abundance. I have invested nearly half a million dollars to my education and self-development. My education and experience is in innovation, technology, spirituality, self-improvement, and entrepreneurship. Together with my guests, we will reveal the secrets to live a life of abundance. I'm looking forward to serve you and create more abundance in our lives. You can discover more on www.aya.ai. Enjoy the Abundance Secret Show! This episode of the Abundance Secrets Show is brought to you by the Abundance Secrets Angels. Abundance Angels, at your service to create more abundance of love, wealth, and health in your life and in our world. Abundance Angels is an online platform where people and organizations can find resources and share resources of abundance. Check out the website and mobile site www.abundanceangels.ai and sign up to find or share resources of abundance. Hello, everyone. So we have the beautiful Michelle Soro today. I'm so excited. So I, I would love to introduce you, but I feel like you could do a better job than me because you're like about you're doing so many different things. You have so many different talents. So please introduce yourself to our beautiful audience. Well, hello, beautiful. It's so good to see you again. I love technology. Here I am in LA. Where are you again in the world? Amsterdam. So how cool is this? <laughs> I love technology. Um, I never know how to answer that question, but my website says that I am a live media strategist and transformation coach. I'm the founder and CEO of uh, the Live Video Academy. And in that Live Video Academy, clearly live videos are the cornerstone of everything that I do, from stay-at-home moms to seasoned CEOs to a current uh, US-based uh, presidential candidate. My work is all around live video. Um, and so there's various courses, whether someone just wants to understand how to master their presence um, or to sell, um, right, and to really get after their impact. Um, there's all kinds of programs in there, including free groups where you just come and learn how to, you know, uh, get comfortable on live video. And what I love about the mission that I'm on is that it's so not to do with just holding up a phone or a smartphone and, and pushing, you know, the the go live button. Um, that's a beautiful bonus, but the personal in, in the personal transformation that it has done for thousands of my students over the past year and a half has been um, 
a game changer. And so this has become the gateway to everything that I teach. And uh, so I guess, yeah, live media strategist slash transformation coach is the best way to answer that question. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I remember when I met you, I think it was more than a year ago, somewhere in December uh, at Felita's house. We were doing like kind of like a micro date with destiny session. And I was just so uh, struck by um, your, the combination of your authenticity and at the same time, you're like so spot on, right? You just like, you're just so spot on and you have this great sensibility where you pick up a lot and then know how to, how to use the right words in a very compact, compact way, which is not my strongest point and just be super like authentic, but in a very powerful way about it. So I really remember that very well and i'm really grateful that we've uh, that we've met back then well and thank you it's it's an art and it's a skill and i'll say that um i definitely know that now that is one of my x factors but that didn't happen overnight um one of the things that um i should mention and maybe you don't even know this is that I um I was on air for over 4,000 hours of live TV, working at QVC and HSN and my current job on Extra. I'm there one day a week. Um, it's a weekly segment called The Deal Drop. And my job on, on these platforms is to sell product. So I've learned how to make my message be um, potent and purposeful in as few words as possible because for example on extra which is this entertainment news show that i've been on for the past four years i get 15 seconds to talk about each product and my job is to move thousands of units in those 15 seconds so i have discovered that words are currency i use them wisely um i would say i'm a penny pincher um and uh but that's been an incredible gift because now i've learned how to make a succinct message or anyone that i'm working with what are they really trying to say? What is underneath all these words? And then I will get them to pinpoint it into typically one or two sentences. And that's the magic of, yeah, learning how to sell anything and everything on live TV for the past 10 years and understanding that time is of the essence. It's got to happen now. And so what can I say right now that'll get the message across that's super razor laser focused? <laughs> so that's what I've learned to do. I love it. I mean, I think we all know, or a lot of us know that time is the most valuable asset. And I love how you say words are currency. That's, yes. that's just amazing. So I understand that you have like a lot of beautiful services that people can, uh, can make use of. Would you be able to share like one secret with us in that, in your whole course, one secret that maybe people would be like, oh, really? Is that the most important thing? Or is that something I would never think about? Well, Especially for people like me who need a lot of words to express themselves. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, so I'm sorry. I want to make sure I'm following correctly because um, I have so many different programs. Mm -hmm. what, what specifically are you hoping that I will do? Like, for example, um, in any of your programs where it is about when you have a message that you want to bring across, like you say, words matter, words are currency, time is a valuable asset. So what is the main thing that you need to do? What is the secret that you would say that's really important when you want to uh, make your point? So 
There are many things, um, mm-hmm. but I would say that the number one is I teach something in one of my um, my signature programs called Live Video Mastery, and I teach this whole concept called the four C's of a purposeful, profitable message. Um, and I'll and I'll share one of the four C's here, and it's clarity. It's who are you speaking to, and what are you really trying to say? And one of the things that I that I find is that regardless of whether or not it's a live video or a pre-produced recorded video or curated content in in written copy on a social post or article or something, or blog post, for example, is that a lot of people, if they're new, they they try to speak to too many people. And they're not just speaking to one person. And not only do you want to only speak to one person, but you want to get clear on who you're speaking to. So it's not just some random one person. It's And it's not like your mother or your sister it's your ideal client avatar. So what I teach as the cornerstone is one of the four C's is clarity is around who are you speaking to? And when you learn how to speak to only the person that you know needs this message right now, then your conversions start to go up. Your engagement starts to increase. Your, you know, everything about what you're doing starts to um, expand for all the right reasons in a positive direction because that person knows that you're speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And they believe that you get them and that like, oh my gosh, she's speaking to me. She understands my problems. So we do a deep dive as to what our quote ideal client avatar is experiencing, what they suffer from, what keep them, keeps them up late at night, what their problems are, right? Because anyone that I'm working with is, is an emerging influencer. And so they are the solution. They are the antidote. They are the possibility that can bridge the gap from where their ideal client currently is to where they want to be. And so that's what I teach them how to foster is understanding who you're talking to and then what are you really trying to say. Um, And then in a nutshell, for example, on Extra, um, I always say that, you know, you can talk about features and benefits all day long, but people really don't care about the features. Oh, it does this and it does this and it does that. And ooh, so-and-so is going to be there. And ooh, so-and-so is going to be there. People want to know what's in it for me. And so I always remind my students, don't get so focused on the features. And then even just like the clinical benefits, what's the emotional core benefit? Because no one's buying a gym membership because of the fancy machines. They're buying a gym membership because they want to feel more empowered, more confident, more healthy, right? They want to have a vibrancy to their energy. So that's the emotional core benefit. But of course, the commercial for the gym will be like, ooh, fancy gym, you know, equipment and really cool classes and a sauna or a steam room, which is all cool, but those are features. So you want to stick to the emotional core benefit of what's in it for your ideal client avatar in terms of that that core feeling that it's going to give to them, that sense of whatever it is, right? Um, Like, for example, with this podcast, if you had to give one emotional core benefit, what would you hope that your listeners get out of, out of tuning into you each week or each day? I would say love and connection. Beautiful. That, Beautiful. That, literally, when you asked me that question, I could feel it and I could see it. That's like one of the rare moments where I have immediate clarity. Yeah, that's the most important for me, love and connection. And see, and what's cool about that is that you get to constantly talk about that because it lights you up. It's the purpose of the podcast. Your listeners need it. Who doesn't in this world of almost 8 billion people? We're starving from our love and connection. Mm -hmm. And then also when you're promoting each episode or when you're promoting the podcast or talking about the podcast, you get to say this podcast has a mission. It's to cultivate more love and connection on the planet 
right? How beautiful is that? So you've got your talking points, you've got your copy, you've got your purpose, you've got your why. I mean, it's, it's a win, 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 win all by getting clear. Yes. I love it. Oh my God. I love you, Michelle. I love you. <laughs> let, let that be clear. Okay. okay I'm going to say another thing and it's, you're such a powerhouse. You know, I love how, and, and this is, I mean, your question about what is it? What is your audience and what is it about? It is about love and connection. So I love to have guests like you who I just have loved instantly when I saw them and met them. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can feel and see this, this magic, you know, and for you, with you, it's like you're beautiful on the outside and the inside and with, with whichever you want to start first. <laughs> it's like on the inside and the outside. And you, um, you're like very smart in different ways. And that's what I love about you. The other day, I also listened like to your first ever podcast where I learned oh so much God. about you. I love that. Oh my God. I don't even think I've listened to that one. That's a year and a half ago. Wow. That's wow. awesome. I was like, wow, you are like so much more versatile than I thought you were. Mm. And also learning how, you know, all those experiences and steps in your life have actually kind of come together to this point where you're doing what you're doing and it's kind of like this volcano that's kind of like now you know erupting with everything that you've kind of like built up and it shows with everywhere that I see you whether it's on your Facebook lives or wherever it's like you're you're just shining your light and you as I, it's really authentic. Also, when I listen to you, when I, when I read your stories, it's so authentic that, you know, when you make that switch, which I really relate to as well, the switch of, you know, am I going to get my, you know, ego in the way and go with the fear, or am I going to just go for the love? Am I going to choose love and serve people? And that's like so magical. And I feel it resonates a hundred percent with me, a hundred percent. Like I'm getting chills mm-hmm. and it resonates with so many people that I know as well. Mm-hmm. And I just love to have this connection with you and all the other women and men who are in, you know, where we're kind of like in the same boat, wherever you are in that ocean. And that's why I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> Well, thank you for those kind words. And um, it's definitely a journey. Um, and so on some days, I feel like a powerhouse. On some days, I'm like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? I'm so overwhelmed. Um, but less these days, right? The more that you expand, the more that you realize what you need, and the more that you learn how to ask for help and and then to get the help. And and um, But it's funny because a good friend of mine, She's a newer friend in my life, but the founder of Mind Movies, Natalie Ledwell, um, and Mind Movies has touched, I think, 12 million people now around the world. It's, it's like a nine-figure company. It's, it's phenomenal. It's basically vision boards with movies. So we met at Rhythmia um, five months ago or so, and, um, and we were having dinner Friday night for um, actually her birthday. There was a small group of women, and... She asked me what level of consciousness I thought I operated from predominantly. Have you heard about the four levels of consciousness? 
I have, but I would have a hard time to reproduce them right now. Do you do you mean the ones that we were referred to during one of the Tony Robbins events? Um, you know, this is what's used with like psychotherapists and PhDs and clinical psychologists. It's it's a classic thing, and I know Tony knows it. But so it's it's not even anything to do with like personal development, let's say. But like level one is victim, right? Mm. Life is happening to me right? That kind of thing. Number two is a manifester. You've learned how to get out of victim and now you manifest. Now you know how to create your own reality. And that's an awesome place to be level two. Then level three is where you're channeling. You're just downloading kind of like what you're doing here. You had a whole bunch of pre-prepared questions, but so far you haven't looked at a single question because you just <laughs> downloaded them, right? Which is my favorite way to hang. And then number four, which is oneness, just complete oneness in union with the most high, the divine intelligence, you know, in yoga, they would call that samadhi, whatever you want to call that. So Natalie loves to ask people, where are you right now? And I was like, you know, on any given day, I can be in level one. And then five minutes later, I'm level two. Wait, no shit. I'm going to make this happen. And then wait, oh, I'm back to level one. Shoot. Oh, wait, go back to level two. Oh, wait, now I'm channeling. I know what to do. I'm being guided. I'm being led. Life is happening for me, not to me. And then I hit that bliss. And then I'm back to level one. I was like, so Natalie, I don't know. That's the last hour. <laughs> so I'm just being real, right? And while I love to become a powerhouse, I'm like, yep. That's when I'm in it and I'm manifesting or I'm probably channeling, um, but it's certainly not me, right? And then there's other times when I'm like, really? Because it feels like I'm just overwhelmed and stressed all the time and that's level one. So it's important to know and be able to take in these beautiful compliments, but also get really real with ourselves and to be grounded enough to be like, yeah, I can see how it could look that way in a lot of moments. And then there's a lot of other moments where shit's hard, um, but it gets easier and easier if we just don't give up. Oh my God. Like, mm -hmm. uh, if you say a word, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> this is so now. And just the fact that, you know, again, you're being authentic about it. Obviously we're all humans and we probably all have the same. And I definitely like, this has been also kind of like a theme for me lately that, that I'm like, yes, you know, people can perceive you as being super strong. And I feel also one year and somewhat ago when we met I was actually it was kind of like my first time being really open and honest about having gone through this super dark period in my life and that I realized that it also gave me so much you know not that I have to be like oh yes hallelujah amen praise the lord but it was like I feel that it has given me all these gifts and and like you said I I it I totally, I totally resonate with, you know, the one moment feeling like a victim and the other moment, like squish being like, you know, what was bliss. And um, so when you were describing that, I, I totally, I totally get it. I totally recognize it. And for me personally, that's a question I would like to ask you. And by the way, I love the whole channeling mode, by the way, I love that flow. So ask the questions. Um, <laughs> or the list. Um, so for me, I, I, I realized that with the whole kind of, it's kind of like driving sh a shift gear. How do you call it? Shifts? Um, stick, stick shift. Stick shift. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Words matter. So with the stick shift, when you go consciously, right, from a one to a two, three, four, five, etc. So with this whole consciousness, I guess, pyramid or whatever you want to call it or whatever it is, um, I'm wondering how it is for you 
when you are in, let's say that one, especially, do you have any, have you developed any tricks for yourself to first of all, be aware that you're in a one and then how to navigate from, you know, to a two, three, four or whatever. Yes. Have you developed something for yourself for that? I have. It's pretty simple, actually. So I'm now pretty attuned with my body and my nervous system. So for example, the purpose of my podcast called Fire and Soul, um, which you've listened to now, is for soul alignment. So, so for anyone listening, it's like, how do we get back into soul alignment? And I believe that soul alignment only knows a couple of qualities, those emotional benefits that we were talking about. And it's peace, harmony, and joy. And, and so whenever I am not experiencing peace, harmony, and joy, then I know, right? I'm tense, I'm stressed, I'm reacting, I'm triggered, um, I'm feeling tight, I'm being um, less patient, less generous, et cetera. And so if I'm ever there, which could be qualified as a victim mindset um, or level of consciousness, I'm fully aware because I'm not in flow. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned to tell myself, because now I've lived four decades on the planet, so I have enough experience. And that's the most beautiful thing about life is that, well, this too shall pass. It's not going to stay. It's temporary. And all I have to do is just breathe through this. But what I've learned recently in the past few months of working with my spiritual mentor, Panash Desai, is not to rush it and not to bypass it, repress it, or suppress it. Now what I've learned to do is, is when I'm experiencing a day, let's just, you know, some days it's just kind of shit, you know, and it's like you lose your keys and then you get caught in traffic and then you're late for the appointment and then the Wi-Fi breaks down or whatever. And it's just kind of like this thing. Um, sometimes that just needs to happen and sometimes it is what it is. But how I respond to that is everything. But I had a day like that a couple of weeks ago and I was stressed out business-wise. I knew I needed to build a team. I knew that I was up against the edge. I knew that I was out of resources, which meant time. And I knew that I was working my little booty off and doing all that I could do. And I was like, this is not worth it to have this kind of, of, of anxiety in my nervous system, right? There was no peace and no harmony. It was like, how am I going to get it all done? And it felt like it was close to like a little panic attack type of, <laughs> type of energy. And so I was like, Ooh, alert, alert, alert. Things are off track. How do I get back to peace and harmony? It was like, oh, first of all, this is what Panash Desai taught me. Acknowledge what am I feeling? And I was like, okay, I'm feeling stress. Well, what's underneath that? And I was like, oh, I'm feeling fear. Well, what's underneath that? That I'm not going to be able to get it done. Well, what's underneath that? That I'm not good enough. Yeah. So when you take it all the way back to the root, which, you know, Tony Robbins talks about and virtually every other master out there t- to talking today is, is that we're not good enough and we're not lovable, right? If we're not good enough, we'll never be loved. And so we're not worthy. And um, so when I can take it back to that, then I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what's underneath all this. You're feeling like you're not good enough and somehow you're going to lose it or it's all a house of cards or it's some sort of fluke. And if you mess this up, you're going to mess everything up and then you're going to just mess everything up in life. That's how the survival mind wants it to go, right? So fast. And so, but if I can claim it and then name it and accept it, I was like, oh, that's what's going on. And then I take a couple of really deep breaths And as soon as I take a few deep breaths, I'm back into the present moment, right? So I'm not future-based and I'm not past tense-based. I'm now in the present moment and I'm taking a few breaths. I'm like, there's my peace. There's my harmony. There's my joy. Mm -hmm. And then the gratitude starts to cultivate. 
And then I slowly can consciously pull myself out of that level one consciousness mode that I know now based on enough experience is only temporary. Mm. It's just temporary. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And again, the, like the whole process, how you describe it, uh, it's like I can hear myself talk when you say that. And for me, actually, I have like a couple of other things that I include even before that, which is, did I get enough sleep? <laughs> like literally, it, for me, it goes like way, way basic, kind of in the, into baby mode. And then it's like, did I have like enough water? Should I just bring some water? Yeah. Um, maybe I should just have some food, although I already ate, you know, maybe for some reason I need to get some energy. And it's kind of like, I need to, for me, I need to like start with the real basic basics. And then I get to the questions of like, you know, to even be able to think properly, okay, what's going on? And it's very, I mean, it's very confronting to every time come, you know, like literally looking in the mirror and come to the confrontation with part of myself, you know, somewhere still in the core that goes like, am I worthy enough? Am I good enough? You know, will they accept me when I fail? And, you know, all these, all these basic fears that every time is so surprising at, at the same time, because it's like, oh my God, I've done like, you know, I've been now also four decades on this planet and I'm like I've been doing so much work since I was a kid on these topics and whether it was coaching or therapy or training or you know getting certified for different therapies myself and it just every time it's like wow it's still there you know? oh and it will always be there but here's the good news is that it doesn't get us for as long or as hard as it once did. Mm -hmm. And because we now have learned, oh, that's that thing that I dealt with. That's that thing. It's there. It will never go away, right? Mm -hmm. but, but how we react to the trigger of it gets lessened and more diluted. And then we get more peace and harmony and we're, we're more resilient. The, the second that we can catch, mm -hmm. oh, I'm wanting to go back there. And it's not me. It's not my human like spirit it's ego mm -hmm. and it, you know, it's, it's trying to protect us and keep us small and play it safe. It's survival instinct. Mm -hmm. um, but I love what you said about first asking, you know, you just basics. Did I eat enough? Did I sleep enough? You know, how, how is that going? That definitely plays a part for sure. But you can also, if, if people don't remember to ask those questions, you can just go right to, what am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Because see, we bypass everything and we, we eat and we numb out and we drink and we smoke and we pop the pills or go have sex or shop or whatever, right? Go online, scroll social media. So we distract from feeling, but it's mainly because we just don't even know what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. So, so this entry point to peace is first identifying what am I feeling? Mm -hmm. And when we can accept it and not push it away and not force it or, or label it as wrong or bad, it's like, oh, okay, I'm feeling some rage right now. I'm feeling some impatience right now. We all do. I don't care how one you think you are with the universe. <laughs> yeah. Everybody on the planet, if you're a human, experiences stress, worry, anxiety, depression, and not enoughness from time to time. And anyone who says that they don't, don't hire them. Don't go <laughs> They're lying, right? They're just lying. 
It's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> not the same type of human. <laughs> it's a different race. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, that's a really good point. And also when you were actually talking about how we were, how we all have it and always have it, but yeah, it's more the time, you know, going through those steps. I definitely see that as well, where maybe in the past took me like months or weeks or whatever goes now like super quickly. It's like, you know, just going through the process quickly. And also (laughs) I would say without any or without, without too much kind of like damage to the outside and Mm -hmm. with damage, I mean, I mean, for some people it could be like literally physical damage, but to me, it used to be more like having, you know, needing to call friends and talk about stuff and, you know, go your go-to friends where you would, you know, dramatize and it would, you know, it would kind of feed us in some way. But now for me personally, it's about, okay, let's not make this bigger. I mean, it's big, you know, like respects. I'm also, it's part of me, but let's not like get other people involved right now with the drama I'm getting to because it's also me not wanting to ask for help you know that's for sure as well and then trying to go through it as quickly as possible or as quickly well you can't force it you just go through the process mm-hmm. and another thing that I just realized when while we were talking about this is I guess be for us to always I mean I don't know if it will be always but I trust you when you say that <laughs> to be able to st- to still have those feelings, whether it's not like an hour, but only a nanosecond. I feel that that's also makes us still human and also that we are able to have empathy Mm -hmm. with everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it might be even like, you know, a currency like you said about with the words you know it's our currency because we have emotional currency as well and it's not just you know it's love which is everything but to be able to empathize with someone who is in pain who is feeling angry even though when we are not feeling those feelings at those moments but you know it takes just this <laughs> to to kind of have those feelings as well and those emotions mm-hmm. yeah I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was just something that just popped up uh, for me. Um, I love how we're channeling, and I still have some main questions that I would like to ask you. And before okay. I go to the questions, I'd like to have like a super small break so that everyone can, you know, take a glass of water or whatever and come back. So we'll be continuing after this very short break. Okay, we're back. And now we're going from the channeling mode to the list of questions. Um, so the, the, the name of this, cost, this podcast is called The Abundance Secrets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, abundance has, is a diff, has a different meaning to everyone. So I'm very curious because I know you're a very abundant lady. What abundance means to you? Mm. 
Well, how I experience abundance is it starts from feeling extremely grateful. So the first thing that I do um, when I wake up is I just say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I literally say it out loud with a little smile on my face. I'm looking out the window. I can see palm trees um, from my bedroom window. I've usually got my pup on my right hand side, my two kitty cats um, somewhere on the bed. And um, I'm currently single. So it's the four of us uh, in there. And I'll just say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that I have. And thank you for all that's to come. And that starts my day off pretty magically, especially that smile. Um, So lately, my abundance is really um, when I'm feeling that soul alignment, that peace, that harmony and that joy that I spoke about earlier, I really don't need anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, I am driven. I'm ambitious. I'm expanding like like crazy in my business and in my community. Um, but I also know that deep, deep within, I don't need anything. I don't need to do anything. Um, how I experience though abundance for me comes from nature. It comes from being in the flow of traffic. I live in Los Angeles, right? So um, like a parking spot opening up right when I need to drive up. Um, Uh, looking at the beautiful rustling of the leaves on a tree, overlooking the ocean and maybe seeing a dolphin in the background or a porpoise or something, Um, seeing roses come into bloom. We're about to hit spring here and it's so beautiful. Um, Feeling grateful that I live in Santa Monica and there's such an abundance of really healthy, clean foods, not only for me, but for my animals. They're on pretty much, you know, a raw diet and it's like really good quality food and they're healthy and amazing and happy little animals. I mean, there's so much abundance. I also just think abundantly. Like I just know that whatever I put out comes back 10 times. So I'm extremely generous with my time, with my energy, with um, my, my attention, with my care, with my giving, because it just all comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I do it for that reason, but I've seen it work. It's like a boomerang effect. And so I experience a tremendous amount of abundance in life, but it has very little to do with the material. But what I find is, is that the more that I'm internally living an abundance mindset and abundance perspective, and I'm experiencing it and looking for it almost like a treasure hunt on a daily basis, then of course the universe responds to that vibration. And then my, you know, income goes up, my gross revenue goes up. I mean, I'm in a massive, you know, expansive mode right now. So my business keeps doubling and tripling and I'm extremely grateful for that. But I know that that abundance only happens because of everything that's happening internally. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful how you like touch upon all the different aspects, but that it really starts from the inside, right? From mm-hmm. the inside mm-hmm. the mindset to already have an abundance mindset where you appreciate the yeah, the, the, the non-physical, the non-material and to just appreciate the existence and your connection with your soul, your higher self, your source. And that's, that's really like kind of tapping into, right? It's kind of like with our Wi-Fi that we're using to have connection to the cloud, to the internet, where we literally feel connected because we're able to Um, let's say in this digital world to talk to each other to see each other but then when we are connected in the same way with the source higher self you know god call it whatever you want universe then we get to share so much more with each other it's it it is definitely an abundance uh abundance line (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like to call it. So um, I would like to also know a little bit more. I mean, I've listened to your first podcast where I really was like, wow, I know so much more about you and I love it. So would you like to share about like your first memory? Do you, what is your first memory when you were a kid or, you know, however age you were? Um, a memory about anything? Yeah, like your whatever your first memory is, you know, maybe you even had your first memory when you were a baby that you can that you still have. You know, some people have their first memory when they're like three years, ten years, you know, it differs. Mm. I don't know if I know what my first memory is. I just remember growing up really I remember being very young, being like maybe three or so, and really loving my mom. I just felt protective of her. I felt, uh, and she didn't need protecting. My dad was a good dude, but um, I felt like I was her mom. It was a strange thing. Um, I just remember she's my, she's my project. <laughs> um, of course, she's thinking, uh, no, you're <laughs> my project. But I just remember just being obsessed with my mom from the time that I was very, very little and that still remains true to this day. I still am obsessed with my mom and I love her immensely. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I don't remember you telling that in a podcast. So I'm happy that I also got to find out something. Aww. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Aww. Thank you. And um, who would you say was your first inspiration? I mean, could be. Definitely my mom. Definitely. Mom. Oh, yeah. Um, without a doubt. I would just look at her and marvel at her and um she's very charismatic very spiritual very um loving um and i just wanted to be like her for sure oh perfect my next question would be who did you want to be when you grew up well <laughs> well i wanted to be like my mom but when i was about five i thought i wanted to be an actress i wanted to be on tv i wanted to be in movies um i can now look back and realize what i was thinking then i just wanted to believe i just wanted to know that somehow i mattered and that my life had meaning and because i was only five and i was raised on like disney movies and like barbie dolls I thought, oh, if you looked that way and you did those things, then you matter. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, as I got older and I tried some TV and I tried movies and soap operas and, and some other things like that, some commercials. And I realized now that's not really, really what I want to do. I want to be me. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I thought TV hosting was it. And so I've been doing that. For, I had been doing that for the past 10 years. And then, you know, once I really woke up at a Date with Destiny event uh, led by Tony Robbins a couple of years ago. I realized after about three days of being there at that event um, that I didn't want to be a TV host even. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm here for so much more than that. I'm here to to really exercise my own unique one-of-a-kind message into the world and that I'm made for so much more than teleprompter and red carpets and things like that. Um, no judgment against it. I just, for me, I personally woke up to that there was a lot more for me on, in this life. And so... Um, so yeah, so it, it had an interesting hook back then, which is that I thought I wanted to be known and I knew that I wanted to make some sort of an impact, but I thought it was through the entertainment arts. And now that I've gotten older and, and wiser and I've, I've woken up more, I realize, oh my God, everything that I ever thought I would be doing is what I'm doing. I just thought that I had to have fame associated to it. And now I'm like, I don't care about the fame at all. I just want to make sure that I'm making a measured difference in the lives of others. And you do. 
You, yes, well, and I do, and, it, and it's a beautiful it's thing. It's a beautiful thing to live on purpose. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's so funny that I, I read that you uh, attended Day with Destiny 2017. Yes. The same. That was Wow, awesome. that's so cool. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. my God. That was, like, one of the best events I've attended, like, so impactful. How many have you been to of Tony Robbins' events? Oof, uh, like, all of them, like the whole UPW wise, yeah. Unleash the Power Within, um, uh, Business Mastery One, Business Mastery Two, uh, Leadership Academy, uh, Life and Wealth Mastery. Were you a plat? Yeah, and yes. Okay, okay, then that makes sense. So you did all of the events plus the extra plat events. Okay, yeah. and yet at the same time, you say that that date with Destiny in 2017 was your favorite. I would say in 2017, I had already also done a couple of months before, two months before I had done the relationship trip. Yep, in Hawaii. That, that was for me like the volcano everything. erupting. Yeah. yeah. And, but it, I mean, it's also, I would like everything in life, it's a consequence, it's like cons um, one after the other, right? So yep. it was like, Every month I was doing one or two events. So it was like one after the other. So my onions got like, every time there was a layer being peeled. Yeah. And I was getting like more kind of like naked. And, and I was like, oh my God, there's nothing left. But then no, one more peel goes out. Yes. So that uh, relationship trip was, oh my God, that was definitely for me the most impactful. Okay. Um, the reason I was asking is because so many people that also were plats in the 2017, 2018 timeframe have said that that date with destiny was really special. Cause mm -hmm. I only know, I mean, I've done most of his programs as well, but um, anyway, it was just extremely special for me and I will forever and ever and ever be grateful to Tony Robbins for that particular event. Um, because I woke up and I have not been able to go back to sleep, nor would I ever choose to go back to sleep since. Um, and although I've moved on from, from that environment primarily, um, I'm grateful for it. I have so many dear friends from that environment. Um, it's, it was just, it was life changing. So yeah. that's why I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. So we were at the both, at the same event that they with destiny for me it was also like i already kind of had like this huge like so many shifts uh, but they with destiny was still it was so, so great to have more clarity on purpose and i guess back then it was for me also like sharing the love and the connection that i felt with my like with the source kind of it was kind of similar of what i what i had for sure um, so yeah, we, we've actually very organically switched to the next one, which is mentors. Um, I'm sure you also have had many mentors. I have. Um, so I would say that um, my mom was definitely my first mentor and she still continues to be on so many levels. Um, she's very spiritual. She introduced me to personal and spiritual development when I was just a little girl. Um, and to real clean health. She was a raw food veganist for like seven years when I was growing up. I mean, she was really progressive to say the least. Now that's cool and common, but it wasn't, you know, 30 years ago. So I admire her tremendously for always being on the, the real cutting edge of, of the most progressive stuff happening. Mm -hmm. um, um, 
Wayne Dyer was a massive influence in my life when I was growing up. So was Tony Robbins. I mean, I listened to Tony Robbins cassette tapes when I was in high school. Um, and then to CD for the Sony Walkman and Oprah was a massive influence for me. But these days, um, my mentor um, is Panash Desai. I mentioned him earlier. He's been on Oprah Super Soul Sunday. Um, he's been a guest speaker at some of the Tony Platt trips. Um, he's got a book coming out actually this week called You Are Enough. It's one of the best books I've ever read. His first book was called Discover Your Soul Signature. It was a New York Times bestseller. Um, and he's the one who's really walking me home right now. So I always say Tony woke me up. Jack Canfield also, I'm studying with him all this year. Um, Jack Canfield and Panache Desai, who happen to be really close friends, I feel like they're walking me home. It's quieter, it's more humble, it's more peaceful. Um, I love getting into Tony rooms, don't get me wrong. I love the, the energy and the state change and the pattern interrupts and all that. But, but I run on such a high adrenaline anyway, and I'm so naturally <laughs> driven, and I have such an incredibly strong work ethic. I don't need a lot to remind me to do that, right? I work out regularly. I eat fairly healthy. So what I need, though, is someone to remind me to get quiet, to feel my feelings, to experience gratitude right where I am, to live in a, in a waking meditation. And that's what Jack and Panache teach me to do on a daily basis. So right now, I would say it's mostly Panache Desai, but Jack Canfield is right up there as well. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I definitely recognize as well. Like for me, as a child, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, Oprah's podcast is my number one podcast. Before I listen to any other podcast, I'll always see who did she just release? What's the topic? And nine times out of 10, I'm going to listen to that over any other podcast that I follow. I just love her. I just think she's an amazing interviewer. She brings on incredibly diverse guests. She keeps it real. She doesn't make it be about herself. It's always about her guests. She's just awesome. Yes. I just remember as a, as a kid coming home from school, the first thing I would do is watch the Oprah Winfrey show. And it was like, it was so many things at the same time, entertainment, education, yeah being real, being funny. It was like all the different aspects. I, so for me, it was like a second mother, you know, almost <laughs> like that. It was like, okay, I'm going to watch Oprah. And I learned so much. Um, actually, I've had also many mentors. Um, it was just a couple of years ago that I got introduced to Tony, like literally like oh, wow. four years ago, not that long ago. Mm and um but definitely have other mentors as well and i definitely also recognize like the as a, as a as a highly sensitive person for me it was like oh my god being in a room with thousands of people you know it's like ah yeah. so with the whole sensory overload that was really a big thing for me to just go through and i do feel like since then i've got even more highly sensitive like literally you know, if I, I don't even go clubbing, but I really need like earplugs, you know, where I, when I go somewhere. Uh, and I don't also feel like, you know, every person going through every stage in their life needs something in that path, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, all of them have been and still are very valuable. So I definitely mm -hmm. recommend that. So Is you that also, yeah? Yeah. I think well, I was just saying, no, I was just saying exactly. They're all needed mentors at whatever point in our lives they come. And then sometimes we outgrow that. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I've outgrown Tony Robbins, don't get me wrong, but there are some that I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want something that feels really real, really authentic. I want to believe that what you see is what you get. So I look for integrity um, everywhere. And, and then I also look to see who's following this person. Who does this person magnetize? Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And how does that play out? And now after two and a half years, you know, of the Tony environment, for example, there's a very specific kind of person. It's a high achiever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, um, it's just a lot of where I can relate for sure, but it's not necessarily what I need anymore. Right. Because that was more, great. You need more kind of like, yes. okay, calm me down <laughs> because yes. you're so high energy. I'm, exactly. I need a lot of calm and I need a lot of quiet. And, and so like these days when I, like, let's say I get to level one consciousness, just to go back to the top of the conversation, because I know we have to wrap in just a couple yeah. of minutes, yeah. um, is that if I'm at level one, then I'm like, okay, that's it cell phones off, social media down, two days minimum, mandatory, starting now, unplug. Mm. And I will like go to the park with my dog or go to the beach with my dog or go on a long hike or actually watch a movie for the first time in four months or, you know what I mean? Like, but just sleep and eat good foods and rest Mm. and not even look at the phone or social media. And sometimes that's hard to do, right? Because it's an addiction But when I've done that Mm -hmm. for one or two full days, or sometimes like I just did three full days, I did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pretty much. I was on for like five minutes here and there. And I was like, I feel like a new person. So there's something to be said for knowing yourself and knowing what you need and knowing what is in your toolbox or what you have to to like let go of so that you can reconnect to your soul. Um, And when we do that, it's a reset that will allow you then to take inspired action or to make really conscious decisions and you'll know what to do next. You'll know what to say yes to, what to say no to. You'll know who to spend time with, who to, who not to spend time with. And it'll be all good because you're drawing your own boundaries from a place of self-love because you're clear enough to even know what that looks and feels like. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. I definitely like it. I definitely love to just be, you know, the, the mm-hmm. just being, having, you like sleeping in, just God, yes. food, you yes. know, food myself, which is a luxury these days. <laughs> and then just being in nature. Like I yes. love with trees. I did not know that I would become that person who would like literally hug trees, but yes, yes. I'm that person. <laughs> Hi, my name is, uh, <laughs> I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> oh, I definitely like, oh, anyway, so I definitely get you and I definitely get to the whole, like being cut off from all the digital madness mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so since we have to kind of wrap up, I, I love talking to you and hearing more from you, but we, we have to wrap up. We do. Um, so you already mentioned books, but we have to wrap up. So let's just, you know, go to the last question, which is, yeah, how can people find you and how can our listeners you know, get in touch with you? Because they, I'm sure everyone will love you. Oh, you're so kind. Well, I can be found anywhere just at my name. So Michelle Sorrow. So M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S-O-R-R-O, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, my website. Um, there's all kinds of 
free stuff there too. If anyone wants to learn how to do Facebook lives or maybe launch a podcast, I offer up free guides throughout my website. Um, I'm always happy to give that stuff away because I wish some of that stuff was there for me when I was getting started. I've, I've learned how to create what I've needed. Um, and that's how I help people. And, um, yeah. And then pretty much, you know, live events, <laughs> if it's a spiritual event, a personal growth event, a business event like you, I'm, I might be there. <laughs> the stuff that lights me up the most these days. I love it. I love it. Uh, I mean, I just love it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I really so much I want to ask and, and, and talk, but another time. This was like, maybe we'll have you back at some point. Who knows? I would love to. I feel like this conversation, though, was such a yummy girlfriend conversation. You know, it was, it was two busy entrepreneurs who are clearly successful, right? I mean, on whatever terms that means, making an impact, being brave, taking bold steps. Um, launching a podcast is a big deal. So I want to congratulate you on that. Most people only talk about these things, much less do them. So it's a really big deal. But when you get to be that quote busy and, you know, expansive, just to bring it all back to what it's really about, which is that love and connection for you, soul alignment for me, which is all one and the same. That's the stuff that I think the world needs more of. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to get to have this conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's uh, putting her hands, for those of you who can't see, she's got both of her hands over her heart and like, kind of like rocking like a little baby. <laughs> so like, I want to hug you. I know, I know, ditto, ditto. And I hope to get to see you in Los Angeles sometime soon. And I'd love to be back on. I wish I wasn't um, confined by a very busy schedule on this Monday, but we'll, let's, let's have a part two. Yes, let's do that. Okay. I would love that so much. I know you, it's like during the day right now and you have a busy schedule. So go get them, go get them. Thank, uh, thank you. And thank you so much for, again, for having me on and being accommodating to the LA versus Amsterdam schedule. I, I salute you, mama. You're the best. Mwah. Mwah. All right, love. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye honey. Bye. This episode of the Abundance Secrets Show was brought to you by the Abundance Secrets Angels. Abundance Angels, at your service to create more abundance of love, wealth, and health in your life and in our world. Abundance Angels is an online platform where people and organizations can find resources and share resources of abundance. Check out the website and mobile site www.abundanceangels.ai and sign up to find or share resources of abundance. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Abundant Secrets Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me at aya.ai. Thanks for listening.